Welcome to Spouse Tales Podcast. You really can't make this stuff up. Bringing you truth, solutions, and innovative ideas to some of the most controversial and overlooked questions inside the practice and out. Hello to our creator and co-host, Joanne Majors, CSP, published author, certified speaking professional, joined by her co-host, Kathy Signo. Hello and uh, welcome back. I am Joanne Majors. And I'm Kathy Signal. And we're glad you joined us for another episode of Spouse Tales because... You can't make this stuff up. No way. You cannot make it up. So today's going to be a really uh, interesting episode. This is the stuff that you can't make up and... Uh, we we talk about that, but but we also drop those pearls in there. So we hope that you you, you want to come back. And this is one that we've actually um, Kathy has wanted to do for a while, but we've actually had some requests about. So we're excited today. The name of the episode is Meaningful Conversations. And as crazy as it may sound, we're going to talk about why um, sometimes, well, most times, if it matters, why you need to actually schedule meaningful conversations. So, Kathy, um, you want to kick this one off? Sure. Um, You know, we talk all the time about people say, well, you work with your husband or your wife. What do you mean you don't talk about that? Well, when you're at work, the day's going on and there's not time to sit down to have the meaningful conversation. And when you come home at night and maybe it's date night or maybe it's family dinner and it's we don't want to bring work into that space. Um, we try to have good boundaries, work work relationship boundaries, and I find that it is one week to two weeks to three weeks, and we still haven't talked about it. So I think it's important that we open up the conversation today about actually scheduling these conversations, even though it sounds a little bit transactional, it can actually be transformational in a relationship. Absolutely. Well, and I think about... Um you know, we're, this is going to be a topic that we will touch on. This is, you know, it's almost opposite, but very similar to um, when we talk about not, not pillow talk, you know, and I think when we talk about meaningful conversations, it goes two ways. I mean, we need to make sure that we do that when you work together. And, and also one of the things that makes the practice run better is if in fact you schedule those same time, types of opportunities to communicate or connect with team members. Sometimes in some of the bigger practices, you know, I've got, I'm working with a um, a couple of smaller kind of boutique style DSOs and some group practices. And in those, it's a little bit different, right? Because, you know, the, the owner dentist, it's, it's quite different than it is like in our practices where, you know, the doctor is, uh, the doctor or doctors, um, are with the team and it's a, it's a smaller, more family-like environment. I think that's, that's when it's easy. But, you know, the reason that there's so many of the, the team leads, actually, I love the word lead versus, you know, manager. One of the reasons the team lead uh, um, system and structure works so well is because the team lead can actually schedule, you know, this 15-minute conversation, you know, a couple every day or week or whatever to get through their team so that there's an opportunity for the team to be able to say, you know, like, how is, how is this working for you? I mean, what are you, what are you really enjoying right now that you're doing in the practice? And and what are the areas that you feel like we need to improve on? And that's meaningful for somebody who we talk about the disc profiles all the time for somebody who's an, 
S personality style who's not going to necessarily always come to you and say, look, this is going on and I, I need to be able to tell you and I need to be able for you to listen and that sort of thing. So scheduling those kind of conversations, I think, will keep you from having, what do we call it, um, I'd rather switch than fight. It will keep you from having people walk out the door. And I think that, um, you know, it's the same thing with us. And, you know, you guys do the date night thing. I mean, when you talk about like working with your spouse. So when you do the date night thing, isn't that like you guys do that every week, correct? Yes, every Tuesday night, date night. And we have committed 100% that nothing else gets in the way of that. So it has been, it has really been a, a great thing for our relationship to schedule again, you have to schedule it if you don't. It doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, that time together that we can just be husband and wife. We can just enjoy each other's company. We can just talk about things that other people talk about that don't work together. Sure. Well, and I think about, um, you know, it sounds funny to some people. And, we, and we've got several friends that do that. And Chuck and I have talked about, you know, we really, we need to do that. And I, I, I think about, because I've told you sometimes that like I, I'm going to live vicariously through you because it's like my schedule's <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, I work all the time. And so I'm in the practice, you know, some um, every week. And then, you know, with my travel, with speaking and that sort of thing, it it gets hard. But it's like I really need to do it because I know that when we do, we both really enjoy it. A few weeks ago, um, I had left a client and I'd driven back. So I had about a four hour drive and Chuck was at the office and I got home and I had all of our tax stuff laid out on the pool table because it was easy for me to kind of sort through stuff there. And, you know, with a couple of businesses in your home and all the way that that works. And so Chuck loves, loves to play pool. And I knew that the tax stuff had been on there for a couple of weeks because I'd been working through a bunch of stuff. And so um, I said, I called him and I said, what time are you going to be home? He said, probably, I don't know, 530, 545. And I said, okay. I said, I probably will get back in town about the same time. And it was really funny because I mean, I made it, I was listening to some jazz on the way home and it was a jazz album that he had given me that I hadn't heard in a long time. And this guy sings this song called Rack 'em Up. And I can, I had a vision of us when we would play pool, you know, with this song playing. And it's like, I got home, I'm finished moving all the tax stuff. I, um, Got us each um, a little cocktail. I got the the this Johnny Lang jazz album out. I racked the balls. I had everything ready to go. And he had called me and I said, "Look, I'm trying to get some stuff ready before you get home, and it's going to be date night. I'm going to make it date night, but it's your kind of date night." And he goes, well, "What are we doing?" You know, and he kept asking his questions. And he walked in the house, and so, you know, he he looked at me and he just smiled. I mean, he said, "Thank you for doing this." And so, literally, what was really interesting over the next couple of days, d- different friends that we were around or whatever he said man I got a great surprise on Thursday Joanne had gotten in and she'd been out of town working and you know she had the balls racked and she had this music this jazz guy that I really like and so it's like you think about like if there's that much joy in it why am I not doing it every week because because the week gets in the way yeah and that's why that happens and when you talk about doing it with the team it's the same thing it really is sit down with a team member and you ask them how are you doing yeah you know, how's everything going for you? What are you enjoying right now? What is it that you think you need to put a little more focus in? What kind of feedback do you have for me? And you stop and you listen. Sure. It's amazing what that 15 minutes, how it can transform. Sure a team member into a superstar. Well, and it's taken the time to put it on the schedule, like the team leads being able to put it on the schedule. Um, you know, like 
scheduling 15 minutes of the doctor's time, you know, at the end of the day, beginning of the day, wherever you could put your 15 minutes, you know, with the doctor's time and being able to, you know, sit down with the doctor and say, hey, you know, how's it going for you? How can I support you? And I know that some doctors and 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 spouses do not like to have a personal relationship with their people. I mean, I, I, I literally, I've, I've been really um, amazed at how many I mean, want no personal relationship as far as like, you know, like for us, we always wanted them to come to the house and I wanted to cook for them and I enjoyed that. That's part of my love language, right? So it's okay. And, um, but I mean, it's not about what's right or wrong. It's about what works. And the truth is, um, we're all busy. And if you don't schedule these meaningful conversations, you won't have them. And, you know, it's like that people used to say to me when I did, when we were doing the three day program at the uh, Mission Institute. Doctors would call and say, that's a lot of money for, and you know, have to fly everybody out there and then have to pay them. And that's a lot of money for three days. And it's like, you know, can I just bring my key team members? And I'm like, and I would always think, because, you know, you know, and if people have heard me speak, they know the stuff that I talk about is so much more far reaching than about dentistry. It's really about life and it's about, you know, connecting and, and that sort of thing. So it was always really hard for me because when they said, you know, can I just bring my key members? I always thought like, are those the ones you want to keep? Key keep you know i mean it's like oh so you mean just want to bring the ones that you want to keep well no i want to keep all of them and it's like then then do they know that i think well and it's investing investing in the relationship there's an investment in every relationship that you make and it's important that we look at that and understand that in order to keep a relationship healthy and growing which is what we all want to do you have to invest time and energy into it. Yeah, it's a choice. Yeah, it's absolutely a choice. And like you say, it's a personal preference, whether or not you have a personal relationship with your team members. But Tony always says he doesn't know any other way to do it but have a personal relationship. Yeah. He wants to be there for his team and he wants his team to be there for him. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way, you know, that's kind of the way that we've we've chosen to to create our businesses. But again, I mean, it's, it's not about that. It can be about, you know, how, how, are, how are things in the practice? Because, you know, when we talk about stamp collectors and we understand the personality, the different personality styles, there are these, the stamp connectors keep putting stamps in the book, stamps in the book, stamps in the book. And it's like one day they come in and they cash in their stamp, their book, right? It's full because they're done and you didn't even know anything was going on. And so it's hard if you don't, um, if you don't make the time for these meaningful conversations. And I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not the best at it. I want to be better at it. You're really, you're really good at it. Um, but I, I know that it's like, how are you going to put one more thing in your schedule? Well, this will keep you from having to put stuff in your schedule that you don't want, you know, (laughs) if you, if you aren't willing to do it. I mean, I think about last week when, um, you know, Melinda Hereford was in town, who is, you know, a, a consultant that we both work with. And, um, she was leaving on Friday. It was Good Friday, and she had to be back at the airport. And she said, "Look, I'm going to take an Uber because she had changed her flight to an earlier flight, which meant it was a really early flight. And we'd planned on kind of spending some time together on the day." And she said, "No, I'm going to get an Uber." And she literally was looking at the Uber, and I said, "No way, no way are you getting an Uber." I said, "You know, I value my, our relationship that we have with you. There's no way I would dream of not having that extra hour and a half in the car to take you to the airport." for us to be able to have some more time together. And Chuck was the same way. I mean, you know, we we value the relationship. And so it's what you said. We're willing to invest the only thing we can't get back, which is time, in the relationships that matter. 
Yes, it, and it is critically important. And I think that um, for the people that are sharing with us today, I think we would be surprised to know that this probably hits home for a lot of people. Sure that it does. we keep thinking we're having those conversations, but we're talking about the meaningful conversations that build relationships, not the who's taking the kids to school, what do you want to have for dinner, um, you know, did you order those supplies that I asked you for, did you check out that article? It's yeah, much deeper than it that. It is. It is. How can I help you be better for our patients? You know, I mean, it's like, and and that's the thing. I mean, let, let's think of a couple of questions that we can give them, Kathy, that, that we think is, are helpful. Um, when they have these meaningful conversations. And one of mine is, you know, I mean, I think about that, like, how can I help you? You know, what can I do to support you um, to be better for our patients? And where do you think um, I need growth to be better at, at, at supporting either the team or at, you know, delivering what we want to deliver for the patients? So, I mean, I like both of those questions, and, and you and I are really about questions. It's kind of like, you know, when we, when we if they go back and listen to some the podcast on, you know, our do's and don'ts on the interviews, I mean, we're really about asking a lot of questions so we, you know, seek to understand, and that's what we talked about earlier, right? It's that seek to understand, and um, I wrote an article recently, and I was telling you, and you've seen it over and over, but if they go to the seven habits of highly effective people to the website, you know, that Dr. Stephen Covey, the seven habits of highly effective people. And they, um, you know, take a quick look at that uh, habit number five and watch the short video. It's not about the nail. They'll have a visual. They'll have a visual on what this looks like and they won't ever forget that. I, I believe, I mean, don't you think that's like, if they would do that, it changes your mind about it. And what, what's a question or two that you think would be really good? Well, and, I, you know, Joanne, when you ask those questions, something that really came to mind right away is when you ask somebody, tell me what area I can support you. And they say, um, you know, I'd like to have more time so that I can for for specialists so that I can go meet referring doctors. The next question is always Tell me more about that. Yeah, that's my favorite. Um, in the in the engage videos, that intro and input, that's really yes. my favorite one. Tell me more about that, or help me understand. I mean, I I think that um, that both of those keep me from getting in trouble. You know, because well, there yeah, are times. Because we- Yes, we assume we yep. know what they mean. Yep. And it can be completely something completely different than what we think. And we talk about meeting expectations and not being disappointed. Yeah. It's when you ask that, tell me more about that, mm-hmm. is when you're opening up the relationship and you're trying to meet expectations. Yeah. People, you know, we want to do this to understand not be understood. That's exactly right. It's got, and it's so funny. I think about how many times, you know, when, when you've seen me do that, that demonstration, when I stand up in front of the room and I have somebody stand up and I push and I say, if you push on me, I push back. And it's, it it was probably one of the hardest lessons that I had to learn is when, when, when you're in that situation and you feel like you're maybe, um, you know, I don't want to use the word being attacked, but, or being, ridiculed or questioned in a way that you're not comfortable with or you don't want to be in it's like if you can open your arms and open your mind and literally um if it matters this is that investing in the relationship if it matters if you can do that right and do this tell me more about that or help me understand or just the listen cushion thing that we do you know i hear what you're saying and 
I understand. And it's like, it doesn't really matter if you understand or don't, you cannot push back at that moment. I mean, if the, if the, if the relationship matters, the conversation has got to be meaningful for both, pe- both people in it. And, and we go back to what we talk about a lot of times and we're out of time again. This is just hard, right? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, try to keep in mind, it's usually not about you. That's the big one. It's usually not about you. It's something else that's happened before they got to this point. Kathy, what would you add before we close? Oh, you know, when you just said that, it's not about you. I, I, I can't stress enough when you really get that, when it really becomes part of the, the fabric of who you are, all your conversations change. Yeah. It really does. I think that um, that's our takeaway today. You know, I mean, uh, and we'll, like I said, we'll do this again because we have, um, you know, we, we have people anxiously waiting for our uh, not pillow, what's not pillow talk. And so we've got um, a lot on tap. We hope you'll stay with us and visit us at www.spousetales.com or www.thesoftskillsinstitute.com. And one thing that I will add is um, we are really excited. We will be announcing a date for um, the first significant spouse program that we're going to be doing in late October. This is uh, 2019. And so we're really excited to tell you about that. So stay tuned. And uh, we promise to honor your inbox. And we look forward to seeing you on the road. Have a fabulous day. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Spouse Tales. We ask you to consider our podcast sponsors when you need solutions. Thank you to Care Credit, helping get the care people want for themselves and their families. Cedar HR Solutions, the leading provider of custom-crafted dental employee handbooks, employee management software, and on-demand HR support for dentists and office managers. Dental Entrepreneur Woman Magazine. Do Life is the number one lifestyle magazine for all women in dentistry. It inspires, highlights, empowers, and connects women in our industry. Weave, bringing dental practices and those they serve closer together. Signing off live from Austin, Texas, this is Mel on Air. See you on the road. (laughs) 